It's a feeling of like knowing that I'm in a position to be able to help someone else. It's very rewarding. It's like very, very wealthy, like enriching in a way of like, it's not money. It's just like, I'm giving you an experience. I'm giving you an opportunity to level up yourself, mm. to learn something. That helps me because it, it makes me feel like, yes, I'm more motivated to tackle this thing we call life. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. is going to be the deepest episode of <laughs> It's getting real deep in here. What's up, everyone? And welcome back to the Project One Dance Podcast. On today's episode, we're going to be talking to a very special guest who is the creator and former crew leader of Project One Dance Crew. So we're going to be talking with him a little bit about the birth of Project One, about the mindset and some tips for training a dance crew, and about giving back to your community. So sit tight and let's get into today's episode. Why do you drink warm water? I feel like warm water is nice. Warm water warms your insides on a cold, rainy day like today. But then you don't drink cold water on a warm day, do you? Yes, I do. Yeah, ice cold water. You told me you were like, no, ice cold water is bad for you. I, I've heard that it doesn't, like, it's it's harder for your body to maintain homeostasis if you drink ice cold water. That is correct. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Science facts with Ryan. Science. All right. Just ask Rob. All right. <laughs> welcome, everyone. Uh, welcome to the Project One podcast, dance podcast, where we talk about dance, life, and everything in between. Uh, my name is Josh. I'm your host. And co-hosting with me today, I have... What's up? It's me, Ryan. And... What's up? It's Rob. And we have a very special guest today, and I have a long introduction here for them. <laughs> so special. <laughs> he is the director of Project Beats, a yoga instructor, a DJ, an event organizer, a personal trainer, a chef, an actor, a model, and most of all, he is the one and only Project One crew leader it's chippy low it's chippy low what's up what's up <laughs> glad to finally get on one of these podcasts glad to be invited actually <laughs> <laughs> oh, we finally got wow. you on <laughs> the podcast of the crew that you used to lead because yeah because for those of you who don't know uh chip was our crew leader for quite a few years I th i'd say six or seven years uh i'll say five Five? five? Yeah, I'll say five years. Feels like it's been way longer. Yeah, I mean, like, this particular Project One group, yeah. This five particular years. one, yes. Yeah, I, I think five years. Okay. So this is also something I think a lot of you might not know, is Project One maybe... Project One existed before us, and Project One is completely Chip's brainchild. Yes. <laughs> completely. Completely my brainchild. We just, we just, <laughs> yeah. we just took it as our brand. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> we just stole it. We just stole <laughs> it from me. Took it and ran yeah. with it. Took took the whole entire um, ideas philosophy around it. Um, he actually takes a cut of everything we do. No, <laughs> if only. Small if only. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Look, shares. if we got paid, Chip, maybe. <laughs> it's all um, love, right? It's all love. It's all yeah. Love. No, but yeah, Chip's Chip's been a massive part of of Project One's journey. Um, we definitely wouldn't be here if if Chip hadn't hundred percent hadn't sort of taught us what we know today. Even brought us together, Chip. Chip is the one who auditioned each of us individually, exactly. brought us together, mm -hmm. um, created the crew that is Project One now, and, you know, put in the work to, to train us from stupid little kids to <laughs> stupid, <laughs> less stupid so adults. Stupid adults. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, um, it's been, um, it's been, it's been great, uh, training you guys, watching you guys grow up. Like, you know, definitely everyone's changed, uh, 
which is good, which is for good or which bad. Which is what, which is what it's supposed to be. You know, yeah. you're supposed to change as human beings, right? Um, some good, some bad. You know, some some people good, some people bad. What? <laughs> he's not going to tell us who he's talking about. No, though. it's all um, it's all in my own mind. Yeah, yeah. It's you all might, love. Really? You might know. Really? You might know. Right? It's yeah. Josh. It's all good. It's, it's all Josh. good. It's yeah. <laughs> I'm the bad. It's just it's just Josh. He's always been the headache ch- child. The, the headache <laughs> child. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, but I would like to say I'm less of a headache now. He is. He actually yes. um, is less of a headache. I mean, but like, what's 100% and then 99%? That's still less. <laughs> I think it's because I don't train Project One anymore. <laughs> you, probably yeah. don't have, you probably don't have to deal with my, like any of my, sorry, I was going to say, I was going to, no, I went, I was going to say crap. <laughs> but like the worst version of it. Beep it out, guys. Beep it out. Beep it out. Beep it out. I, I forgot Rob out. can do that. I will say Don't the make- other day, we were having a conversation. We were having an important Project One conversation. We were. And this is something you do, Josh, that I, I've been meaning to bring up with you. Sometimes Please do it now. We'll just be talking and then you'll just start talking about yeah. something else. Just you'll just be like, not important. So, anyway, the other day I saw a dog and I was like, I'm talking. I'm literally talking about this, a business a thing. Known. And you know what? You know what this reminds me of? Like, I teach a junior crew um, called One for All and also another junior and another junior crew just called Junior Crew. And they do exactly the same thing. Maybe, Josh, you're supposed to be... <laughs> so you're saying crew. I have, like, the... Like, this... The strength to hold back... Talking in the middle of a conversation. Uh, I'm not saying it. It's At fact. the same level. At the same level of a junior crew. Yeah, I would I would say so. I would say so. But your your skill is definitely um not a junior on par level. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, on par, you, I'll take that. Group. Of course, Josh. I'll take that. I'm joking. I wouldn't have you any other way. Thank you, Ryan. Yes. No, I know it's an issue <laughs> and I'm working on it. But that's what makes Project One interesting. Yeah. It'll be so quiet without Josh. True. Oh, Project One will guys. be so quiet without Josh. Thank you. I I appreciate that. <laughs> that makes me feel a little bit better. <laughs> yeah, but it's also it's also the another factor that also makes Project One so so fun and diverse, right? Yeah, I think um, one of the things that like really was surprising to me, and I think a, a lot of the P One members was was how different all of our personalities were, um, but they still sort of managed to mesh really well. Yes, a hundred percent. And and I, I think that's 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 one of the things that. I didn't understand was, you know, why, what did you see in us? And like, what, <laughs> what, what made you go? Yeah, it'll work. It, to be honest, it, when I first trained you guys, I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> Sorry, beat that out. <laughs> I was legitimately thinking like, oh my God, this is going to be hard. However, um, looking back on it now, uh, thinking of how crews, cause obviously now I have more experience in training crews. Um, it requires a lot of different personalities in order for a crew to last long, mm. not necessarily work. Like for crews to work, um, obviously having all amazing strong dancers, you know, any crew will work. But for a longevity of a crew um, to run ongoing, you have to have different personalities, different skill sets mm. um, for it to be running so long like how long have you guys been together now oh coming up on was it six years seven yeah seven seven years. Seven, seven years yeah seven i mean like name a crew out there that has still been together since what 14 year olds an all-style crew 13 14 yeah, yeah. Mm. Mm. an all-style right. crew you know like it's pretty rare uh so 
yeah, it's whatever you guys have with terms of personalities, like it was meant to be. Mm. Yeah. It's just hard on the crew leader to, mm. to manage. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else, like, you know, it's, it just worked. It just worked. Did you, did you see that when auditioning each of us individually? Did you pick us and try and see like, oh, these people can work together or is this something you kind of discovered? while training us a hundred percent it was not planned one hundred percent like honesty right now is that when i was doing project one again uh, in terms of like auditioning people to go into project one it was all just about all right how many people can i fit into this group <laughs> <laughs> um and obviously before this project one group there were other project one members um taylor marie um, Rob Rob wasn't in Project One I don't think was Oh yeah Rob, Rob was, was Then he left um, But yeah Back back then It was just more about uh, Keep recruiting people Into Project One Because Project One Will be my Most elite Crew uh, However At that time When I was thinking about Doing Project One There was also All these other projects Which was Project One Project Two Project Three Project Four <laughs> I only got up to Project two i'm done with the name <laughs> <laughs> but the whole idea around it was um yeah just trying to like get people to be in the crew but mm. it wasn't until i think it was one of the performances that you guys did at i think it was salsa ball um that i saw you guys mesh with each other and i'm like hey this this could work even though skill sets and skill level was drastically different mm. and it was so hard to train like super hard like just having Josh in the crew <laughs> alone was a challenge. Um, get alone, like having everyone with like different skill levels and things like that. Definitely was a, it was a huge, I guess, um, learning curve for me as mm. a as an artist and also as a crew leader to choreograph certain things that is challenging, but at the same time that everyone can still do, that can still be put on stage, mm. and obviously you know being able to. Um, to have the success that you guys have with with dance competitions um, was was challenging, but definitely learned so much from it. Wow, cool! Yeah, I mean, like we can see from our perspective the journey that P One went through, and like how, how, and like from an insider's perspective, how our personalities all mesh, and and like we have our own little relationships with each other, you know just like as examples, you know, like Rob Ryan and I here, we're the only three who mainly run this podcast and, you know, Rob takes care of audio. You have the different relationships. Have, yeah. You know, like we, 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 we all have our different yeah, relationships yeah, with course. our members. Was there any that you saw who like, you were like, mm, I don't know if that's going to work, but like, I mean, it's working so far. <laughs> <laughs> but we're pleasantly surprised. Yeah, surprised. like you, um, was there any any was there any point in the beginning or early years of Project One that you were like, maybe it's not gonna work? All right, this is where you in get all honesty. This is where you get truth right. It's okay. The, the, the truth, truth can come out. The truth can come out now because there've been so many years, guys. Yeah. But um, honestly, in terms of personality-wise, I I never really doubted uh you guys um being together i think there was this one i think really really early training sessions uh that when i was finalizing this current project one crew 
I was trying to, I was, I was, I remember I was giving you guys um, a routine to do and um, a, I think it was a breaking routine on some top rocks and trying to figure out um, whether or not uh, you guys will be able to execute it mm-hmm. and whether or not um, who had the determination to do it. Mm. And I think Josh, uh, when I first saw Josh do it, I was like, oh, maybe I made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he should have just been in Mega Beats instead. Maybe I promoted him too early. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, maybe I made a mistake. But then at the same time, I'm like, but I love this kid. You know? <laughs> <laughs> this kid, this kid is so so fun to teach. Like, it's also like, uh, uh, like it's frustrating, but also fun at the same time. Mm. And I'm like, no, time, time will tell. Time will tell. You know, he'll yeah. he'll be able to to keep up. And I think it wasn't until I think two years in. Yeah, yeah. I think it wasn't until two years in that I'm like. Oh, yeah, he's starting to catch up now. Mm. All right, good, good, good. <laughs> I'm glad he's still in it. And Thank then, you for sticking with me. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, ah, oh, yeah, just, uh, I'm like, I believe I won't give up on him. I won't give up on him. Right. Um, but in terms of personality wise, um, I never doubted um, any of you to not work well with each other. And I think it's purely because um, you guys are all, I guess, m- mature in, in a sense that. Uh, you will get things done um, and you have, you all have a sense of really good professionalism. Yeah. Oh. Really good professionalism. That's a huge compliment. Wow. Thank you. Yeah, that's yeah. very nice. I think like, I don't know if, if you feel this way too, but I think for, for us at least and, and for me um, that it felt like you treated us like professionals mm. and that in turn made us want to act more like professionals. Mm. I don't know if I treated you guys <laughs> very professionally. Um, in a sense, like looking back on it now, uh, I, 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 didn't, I didn't really think about uh, treating you guys professionally. I just didn't want to mess up. <laughs> right. Um, I, I just wanted to push uh, myself uh, as a crew leader and just wanted to do things correctly um, and learning from my past experience from being a crew leader for my own crew and also for um, other crews that I trained previously. Mm. I just really, really wanted to give you guys everything that I had. And I think one of the biggest things that I've learned from training other crews were it's all about mindset and it's all about talking to everyone like an like a professional. Mm. Right. Um, but I never really thought about like, oh, I need to be professional when, mm. I, when I'm teaching you guys. Um, I think it's just something that I've learned over the past and just wanted to treat you guys all like human beings yeah mm. um, and train you like like professionals rather than oh i'm gonna train you guys like 13 year olds or i'm only gonna mm. give you curry that a 13 year old yeah. can do i i really trained you like um professional dancers because that's what i wanted you guys to be, do to become right um and anyone that couldn't pick up choreography or do certain things i would always try to think think about it's not them it's me it's like the way i'm doing it how can i improve myself maybe it's the way i'm explaining things maybe maybe it's um their fitness how can i improve their fitness how can i improve their mindset um and overall like hopefully that will work so a lot of it was just a gamble i guess (laughs) (laughs) um that paid off paid off really well did you um did you ever feel a lot of pressure though in that situation being like putting it back onto yourself being like well maybe 
it's me. I need to do this. Yeah. I need to do that. I was, to yeah. make sure everyone with different skill sets can do all these things. I was, I was uh, just thinking because like from the sounds of it, from what you're explaining, you put a lot of our dance journey on your shoulders. And like, I feel like that would have weighed you down a lot. Absolutely. As a dancer yourself. I mean, I mean like um, the only reason why I have half of the skill sets that I have today is, was because uh, you guys pushed me to become a better leader. You guys pushed me to go out and learn different skill sets to train you guys. For example, mindset was a, uh, was, was a huge one because everything comes from your mindset first. And to think clearly and to do anything clearly, it all comes from knowing how to breathe. So that's why I went to Bali to take a yoga course. Like one of it was for myself, like for my own personal growth. But another one of it, it was also for you guys um, to help with your mind development, your flexibility, your mobility. Um, and just knowing that it will work for you guys, but it will also work with other crews in the future as well. Right. Um, and an investment in studying um, about psychology and knowing how to communicate, you know, with, uh, with teenagers, knowing how to communicate with younger adults, like certain languages that I should be using. And, so, and, and similar and, and also how you guys talk to me. Sometimes you will use language that I might take offensively, but not knowing your mind you probably don't mean it that way but i probably took it that way mm. but it's and that's because i didn't understand um how your minds worked so it kind of pushed me to study psychology um to learn about that as well wow. like learning how to communicate um as well as like you know all the other you know becoming a like i was, I was already a personal trainer before before you guys but just all those that pressure allowed me to level up myself to be a better leader to serve you guys. Wow. That's such a, like, that's such a cool mindset to me. Mm. I, and I feel like, I don't know, does, doesn't it take so much emotional strength as well just to be like, everything that is happening to me is on me, you know? Mm. Like, I feel like a lot of the time, a lot of people can can go through life and things happen or you know, maybe certain people say certain things or, you know, things aren't going the way you want it because, you know, th in this case, it would be like us not performing or something like that. How do you then flip that back on yourself and be like, it's me. I'm not doing a good enough job because well, I know a lot of people wouldn't. At the end of the day, you can only control what you can control, right? I can't control nine members. Mm. I can't control anything about in terms of what you guys do outside how you perform, how you do things, all comes down to the crew leader. Like as much of the compliments I can get from how well you guys do, I also need to own up to the things that you guys don't do well as well. Mm. If you guys do well in things, I will own it and be like, it's because of me. But if you don't do well as well, I also have to own it and be like, it was because of me. Mm. You know, it doesn't go just one way. You can't just take the good. You need to take both, both ends of yeah. the stick. Right. Like... And understanding if you guys didn't do well in something, then it's an opportunity for me to level up myself in order to help you guys improve. Because taking responsibility is the only thing you can really do to improve. Because sitting there and being like, oh my God, you guys, you guys can't pick up the choreography or you guys didn't forget you didn't practice, you know. Keep hounding you guys is not going to make you want to do it 
more, right? Mm. The reason why you guys can't pick up the choreography or not training that hard has to be because of something that is going through your life um, or something that is happening of how I'm explaining something that causes you to not perform that well. So if I can understand that, then I can better teach you and serve you. Mm. So it is heavy in terms of, you know, having to um, understand all nine members. Mm. But at the same time, it's a skill set that I have with me forever. Wow. Yeah. So I, that's all I think about is like, how can I better serve the people that I teach? Um, and how can I use it as an opportunity to, to help them, but also level myself up? And therefore, the future generations of students that I teach, I can serve more, more students. Yeah. yeah. Cool. And, and actually touching on, cause you, you've, you've explained now that, you know, we aren't your only students. You've got several other students, a, a whole studio's worth really. <laughs> um, I actually wanted to know a little bit more about what, what drove you to start Project Beats and, and, and become this studio director. Um, you know, what was the initial, the initial trigger that made you go, all right, I want to, I really want to dedicate myself to this and really want to, want to grow this community. Cause I mean, in terms of growing the street dance community in Canberra, you're the one driving it at the moment. And, and it's, you know, it's grown so much over the past few years and where it currently is, is already insane, but you still have aspirations that want to take it further than where it is currently so what re what is that turning point for you where you went yep this is what i want to do well i think once you're able to discover that you're able to do something um that you like and you can get some results from it you that naturally drives you um and it makes you more motivated mm. and instead of in in terms of project beats like obviously um if listeners don't already know that Project Beats used to be a dance crew. Like mm -hmm. we we're only a dance crew. We competed. Um, we had ideas of making into a dance studio, but it never really got anywhere. And I started Project Beats with someone else. Um, and then when that person decided to leave, I guess that was a really big driving factor for me. It was like, I can either sit here and cry about it and be like, oh, this... Um, business partner of mine has left don't think i'm good enough and, and just cry about it or i can be like all right let's try and make it work let's try and make things um let's try and serve our community that something that our community community doesn't have because back in the day project beats wasn't just about foundations wasn't about street styles we were actually really into choreography um and I'm still very into choreography as well, even though I don't um, do as much as of it um, anymore. Mm -hmm. But we used to enter competitions purely just with creative choreography and still win competitions like that. And even though now we've known for foundations and street styles, when we first started Project Beats, it was all about creative expression. Mm. However, um, after my business partner left, I kind of changed my, my perspective uh, a lot about what is missing in Canberra because also when I went to Welds, um, HHI Welds, I also was the first time that I was introduced to street styles and parties. Mm. Um, 
and the culture aspect of street styles. And that's one of the things that really motivate me to improve myself as a dancer, to learn all those different styles. But at the same time, it wasn't until I heard um, an OG a dancer from Sydney mentioned that Project Beats has no foundations, you know, no styles at all. That's when it kind of drove me to be like, hey, maybe we can be that studio that can do mm. all that. And thankfully, I had such amazing um, friends around me that wanted to be a part of it and saw my vision like Jackson and Mal like there's no way that Project Beast will be where it is today if it wasn't for the help of um, Jackson Mal being you know taking load like big loads off me with like you know developing popping and hip-hop and and house and brought it to to Canberra mm. and you know sharing it in Project Beats. like it was definitely them that has helped you know shape Project Beats to what it is today like definitely it's not just one person's effort like it's like it's you know jackson mao taylor marie rob and even project one to make it to what it is today uh, like i own it all to the whole everyone that was a part of it at the at the very start back when we were still in the community hall <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah like it just it's just so clear to me like i think it's so cool how you have the mindset of you want to give all these things to all these people and i i've I think I've I've seen that ever since I've known you, ever since I met you. It felt like you always wanted to just give like as much as you could to to anyone that you could. But in that same sense, you're not doing it for the love from those people. You're doing it for the love of giving and for the love of um, you know, growing growing the scene that that I guess grew you in in some sense. Um, yeah, like I don't know, like every time when people say like, "Oh, um, you give so much, like to me, I don't really see it as like, I'm, I'm giving something. I'm seeing it more like what is, what is stuff that I needed when I was your age mm. that I didn't get? And if I did get it, where would I be today? Cause my upbringing isn't the best upbringing and support was not like, didn't exist in my childhood. So it's like, it always makes me imagine that if I had that person that I am today, when I was growing up, how drastically will things have changed? Yeah. Mm. And I feel like majority of successful entrepreneurs had that childhood, something that happened in their childhood that's, that have given them motivation to do what they are doing today. And right. that, that's exactly the same with me is that I just want to provide opportunities and give things that wasn't given to me as a, as, as a kid um, as well as like trying to think of it's a two weeks two-way streak it's mm -hmm. like how what can what can I learn from giving something to someone wow. like because it's a it's a it's a feeling that can't be brought mm. you know it's a feeling of like knowing that I'm in a position to be able to help someone else is it's very rewarding. It's like very, very wealthy, like enriching in a way of like, like it's not money. Like I'm not giving money yeah. or anything. It's just like, I'm giving you an experience. I'm giving you an opportunity to level up yourself, mm. to learn something. And in a sense that that helps me because it, it makes me feel like, yes, I'm more motivated. Mm. Yeah. To, to tackle this thing we call life. You know? <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
That's this, awesome. This yeah. is going to be the deepest episode. Of yeah. the <laughs> <laughs> it's getting real deep in here. <laughs> no, that's really cool. Um, yeah, it's, I think it's interesting to see. Yeah, and, and I mean, like, if people do want to find out more about Project Beats Histories, um, there's a PB documentary coming out. Yes, mm. it's coming soon. out in two weeks, actually. Yeah, yeah. so I think, I think a lot of us... Soon. Ryan's, Ryan's editing it. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, created by, by, by Ryan's. A lot of... This, this, this documentary has been going on for two a years now. A long time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Quite, quite, quite a while. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. I, think, I think there's a lot of people who are really <laughs> excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 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 quite, um, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot of story. Ten years trying to condense down into two hours, I guess. Yeah, um, okay, definitely not an easy job. So yeah, props to Ryan for oh, even well, taking <laughs> taking it on in the first place. <laughs> well, well, Sitting you. through hours of interviewing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely my experience going through and uh, editing it and interviewing everyone was pretty pretty cool. Like there's so much that I had to cut out just for the sake of time that I'm like, this is like gold. Like this is so good. Um, and Extended cut. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 15 hours. <laughs> maybe just release the full interviews. Maybe we can make it into a, a, a series. A series. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe uh, yeah. maybe we can get some sort of like Netflix yes. deal. Hey. Yeah. Oh. I don't think Project B is that famous. Nah, <laughs> yeah. nah we got it. We got it. Don't worry. Um, but yeah, it's been like a really, really cool experience to uh, sift through the history, see all the old footage as well. <laughs> um, and yeah, be able to hopefully bring this really cool story to to more people's eyes um so yeah it's coming out soon and i i guess we'll maybe we'll talk about it uh next episode yeah if, definitely if it comes mm. out after and we'll we can, we can chat about it yeah we'll, we'll see I'm how, assuming by how the, it yeah by the time this one probably airs and the next one airs we would have yeah seen yeah. it by then um but yeah are you are you excited chip i'm super excited to kind of see like just how just the journey of, of yeah. PB of like how, how it transformed. Like I was always like one of those people that I'm like, yeah, it takes a lot to make me cry. <laughs> but I remember when, when Ryan made that, um, that ad on, um, the preview. <laughs> yeah. That preview. I was like, Oh, that was cool. He captured things quite good. I went up, went up. I'm like about to say something and the just rush of emotion no. just came <laughs> up. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> But um, yeah, I'm quite I'm quite excited to to watch it because uh, seeing the even just watching some of the draft of it, it motivates me. Mm-hmm. It's like me talking to myself, yeah, type of thing. And there's been a few times that um, that things have been tough, and you know, just watching the draft, just the draft alone <laughs> has helped me push through a lot of things um especially the time when i'm trying to organize uh, the street dance festival that is like a whole different level of responsibility and and stress and everything um but watch just watching the draft has has helped push push me through it so i'm 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 very excited to kind of see the final product of it um because the whole idea of it is obviously for everyone to understand the Project Beats journey and just to respect the studio a little bit, just to let everyone know how 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 much work went in to get the studio to where, where it mm. is today. Yeah. Um, just so that they appreciate being in the space a little bit more and as well as just motivating 
um, and encouraging the next generation to kind of chase their dreams to do what they want to do mm. um, because anything is possible if you really want to put your mind to it yeah I honestly do feel like there's a lot of gems in there just in terms of life lessons and stories that yeah inspire so yeah just like you I'm, I'm excited to share it and for everyone to see it and yeah finally for it to be out there um, yeah, Ryan's yeah. just happy to get the workload off his shoulders. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be really good. It's gonna be good. Uh, like something, something you did touch on there with uh, Street Dance Fest SDF. Yeah, please do which explain is more. A new, a new thing that you've been taking on. Um, this is like, like we, I mean, like our intro of you was was a lot, but honestly, you do each of those things like to a very high degree as well. Mm. Like DJing, you're you're doing gigs up in sydney in canberra coming up and back your chef a a, a fully fledged chef fully who fed fledged. project one while we were on our <laughs> hhi journey as athletes yes um all these things um and an event organizer um and then now even more so doing that with sdf so how how has that journey been with you and how do you balance all these different disciplines Wow. Um, balance? What balance? <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know. I just don't, I just want to, like like I said, I just want to improve myself. I want to push myself as much as I can. Um, if some of you, you know, know the journey of like, or even know, you know, Chippy Lowe, uh back in the day, he wasn't like the most motivating, you know, human being in the world. Actually quite the opposite. Um, grew up. Uh, get into a fight, a lot of fights, um, hang around with wrong people. And I guess now that I know my purpose in terms of what I want to do with my life, I just don't want to waste time. Mm. Um, and time is so valuable in, in life that I want to make sure that I capture that. Yeah. And do everything that I love and that I didn't get to do when I was younger. So DJing is one of the, the biggest things. I've always been super interested in it. Um, so being able to do that is is great, <clears throat> and then street dance fest, that's a whole, that's a whole other journey, like <laughs> learning journey in regards to, again, just people, like just talking to people, understanding who's reliable, right, <laughs> as well, um, and networking with different different people within um, the the art the art industry, and organization. Yeah, and lots of reading through and applying for grants. Mm. Um, luckily, I have Anna. Like, she's amazing helping me write the grants, but still having to actually, you know, put it all in the government official document yeah. and then doing the budget and finance, everything. Like, I don't even know what to say about Street Dance because <laughs> there's just so much. Yeah. Like, I'm still learning in terms of how to, how to, um, improve and run a, a festival but that journey itself has opened my eyes in terms of the opportunities uh that canberra can can have with the artists that we have as well yeah um because street dance fest can can potentially grow the street dance scene in canberra like it can speed up that process mm. a lot quicker not just with I'm growing the scene, but also providing paid opportunities for artists, mm -hmm. um, especially this year. Like we, our, we grew, I think it was 370% of paid artists that we were able to pay this year compared to last year. Wow. So just knowing that 
and knowing that what we can do next year, it excites me. You know? yeah. um, knowing knowing that and knowing that factor of how many how many artists that I can actually help, that alone like mm. drives me. That alone mm. motivates me to do things. That alone motivates me to learn and improve myself to do that because it takes a certain level a skill level um to pull off street dance festival you know and if you don't have the ability to you obviously can't do it so again to pull off street dance festival is another motivation for me to learn and upskill and up and level up myself to do that <laughs> so street dance fest is like yeah a whole nother journey for me to to improve myself wow that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Again, again, like this is just like showcasing that, you know, that side of you where majority of the things that you do, you do for the benefit of others and, and, and to share with others, you know, everything that you have, you don't want to keep to yourself. You want to give it to whoever you can, whoever's passing by the street that day at Street Dance Festival. I think that's, that's the secret to, to living. Like the secret to living is giving. The more you can give, the more you live. That's just how I see life. So that's that's what's motivating. Because if you give something, you have to you have to be in a certain position in order to give something, right? Yeah. Like no no one that has no skill, no have no value, is able to give anything to to someone, right? The more value you have, the more you can can offer. So it's kind of like a two way street. Is like the better I be become, the more I can give, right? And the mm. more I want to give, the more I have to level up, you know? So it's like kind of selfish in a way as well, <laughs> you know, if, you, if you think of but it they, in that they way. they kind of drive each other in yeah, that sense. It, yeah, it does. It really does. Like it, it kind of drives each other in, in a way that if I can have an unlimited supply to give, I have, you know, it just means that I'm at that level to be able to do mm. it. And to reach that level, I need to keep improving myself so I can be at that level to keep, giving <laughs> <laughs> wow so when did you decide you wanted to stop giving to project one and leave us oh yeah. huh? what a segue huh, huh? huh? <laughs> you've been listening to the project one dance podcast chip actually gave us so many knowledge bombs in this session that we had to split it into two separate episodes in the next episode he's going to let us know a little bit more about his history with project one and about taking us to hhi worlds in the u.s so if you want to hear more from chip Make sure you tune in to the next episode of the Project One Dance podcast, where we talk about dance, life, and everything in between.